Good evening. I'm Anthony Robustelli, author of I Want to Tell You, The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, and this is the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. Each week I'll be playing stripped-down, deconstructed mixes of classic Beatles songs, highlighting different instruments and vocals in a way that will truly amaze you. Imagine sitting in the control room at EMI Studios and having the opportunity to peel away the layers of a song, discovering new elements that you never knew existed. This is the closest you can get to that experience. So sit back, tune in, and enjoy the Beatles' multi-track meltdown. I'll make you maybe next time To celebrate the release of my latest book, Steely Dan FAQ, All That's Left to Know About This Elusive Band, I'm going to stretch out a bit with this show, focusing on the music of one of my favorite bands, other than the Beatles. While neither Walter Becker nor Donald Fagan nor other original Dan members Denny Dias or Jim Hodder ever worked with any of the Beatles as solo artists, guitarist Jeff Skunk Baxter played on Ringo Starr's 1992 release Time Takes Time on the tracks All in the Name of Love and Runaways, both produced by Phil Ramone. In 1985, Ramone produced McCartney's Spies Like Us and worked with him on a number of other tracks in 86 and 87 that were eventually released as B-sides, as extras on the Japanese two-CD release of Flowers in the Dirt, and on bootlegs. He also produced Julian Lennon's debut album, The Lot, as well as the follow-up, The Secret Value of Daydreaming. There is also another strong connection between the two bands. A number of the most in-demand session musicians contributed to albums by Steely Dan and the former members of the Beatles. Larry Carlton, Rick Marotta, Michael Omartian, Wilton Felder, Don Grolnick, Jeff Beccaro, Tom Scott, Michael Brecker, James Gadson, Ricky Lawson, Vinnie Caliuta, Chris Parker, Greg Philigaines, Rick Derringer, Jeff Miranov, Frank Vignola, and Roger Rosenberg all played on albums by the Dan and the Ex-Beatles. Bassist Will Lee, who played on unreleased tracks from Steely Dan's Gaucho, as well as on Donald Fagan's debut as a solo artist, The Nightfly, is a co-founder of The Fab Foe, one of the most renowned Beatles cover bands in the world. The son of bassist Abe Laboreal, who played on Fagan's Nightfly album, is Abe Laboreal Jr., McCartney's drummer for the past 15 years. Drummer Steve Gadd, who contributed to a number of Steely Dan tracks, including the challenging title track of their sixth LP, Asia, played alongside Ringo on McCartney's top ten hit, Take It Away. Guitarist Hugh McCracken was even asked to join Wings after playing on the Ram LP. Drummer Jim Keltner only played on one Steely Dan cut, the Funk-infused Josie, and is known not only for being a close friend of all the Beatles except for McCartney, but for his session work with the three ex-Beatles. He played on Lennon's Imagine, Sometime in New York City, Mind Games and Walls and Bridges, Harrison's Living in the Material World, Dark Horse, Extra Texture, Read All About It, Somewhere in England, Gontrapo, Cloud Nine, and Brainwashed, and stars Ringo, Goodnight Vienna, Ringo's Rotogravure, and Stop and Smell the Roses. Keltner was Harrison's first choice for his epic All Things Must Pass album, but since he was touring with Gabor Sabo at the time, Steely Dan alumnus Jim Gordon ended up sharing the drumming chores with Ringo Starr. He played live with all three ex-Beatles as well, playing alongside Starr for Harrison's concert for Bangladesh and the 1974 Dark Horse Tour, with Elephant's Memory for Lennon's one-to-one concerts at Madison Square Garden in 1972, and in Ringo Starr's first all-star band in 1989. In 1988, George Harrison, Roy Orbison, Bob Dylan, Jeff Lynne, and Tom Petty formed the supergroup The Traveling Wilburys, and Keltner played on both of their albums. And although he wasn't credited on either, the DVD released in 1997 listed him as Buster Sideberry. 
Drummer Bernard Purdy, who played on three Steely Dan albums, has the strangest connection between the Dan and the Beatles. In an interview for Gig Magazine in 1978, he claimed that he played on a number of Beatles recordings, including one entitled Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. Purdy said, I overdubbed the drumming on 21 tracks of the first three Beatles albums. They paid me a lot of money to keep my mouth shut, but it's been 10 years, so F it. I guess I can talk about it. He went even further when interviewed by Max Weinberg, drummer of the E Street Band, for his 1984 book, The Big Beat, stating, Ringo never played on anything. While this is a preposterous statement, there is some truth to the fact that he overdubbed drums on some Beatles recordings. In 1964, Atco Records bought the rights to three songs that the group recorded in Germany with Tony Sheridan, Ain't She Sweet, Take Out Some Insurance on Me Baby, and Sweet Georgia Brown. Since Pete Best's drumming was weak on these tracks, Atco decided to overdub additional drums in order to make them punchier for release. Purdy, who was under contract with Atco as a session musician, was the drummer hired for these sessions. So in fact, he did play on a few tracks by the Beatles, or in this case, the Beat Brothers. The Beatles also had a direct musical influence on Steely Dan. While Becker and Fagan were both mesmerized by the early rock and roll music of Chuck Berry, Fats Domino, and others, by the late 50s, the pop landscape had been taken over by middle-of-the-road male crooners such as Pat Boone, Frankie Avalon, and Paul Anka, and the two teenage musicians tuned out pop and rock and roll and focused on jazz. It wasn't until the Beatles that their love of rock and roll would be rekindled. Becker's first exposure to the group came in a Woolworths when he heard no reply from the group's seventh release in the U.S., Beatles 65, originally from their fourth LP in the U.K., Beatles for Sale. That song convinced him that there was more to rock and roll music than three chords. For Fagan, the song that changed his perspective was their number one single from 1965, Ticket to Ride, heard on his radio one summer evening. Becker, however, is still prejudiced against rock and roll, saying he doesn't like it if there aren't enough chord changes, unless it's played extremely well. The Beatles, Bob Dylan, and the Rolling Stones helped to realign Becker and Fagan with rock music. And while they considered the 60s to be the most creative period for the genre, they also understood the significance and influence that the original rock and roll and R&B music, played predominantly by African Americans, had on the bands from the UK. Although there was something exciting about the music of the British Invasion, they also realized that it was initially derived from these deep-rooted American genres. The inspiration for much of Steely Dan's music would come from a similar avenue, but with the important addition of another musical influence not commonly heard in rock music, jazz. Tonight we're going to hear stripped-down remixes of Steely Dan tracks from each of their first seven albums. We're going to start the show with the opening tracks from their first two LPs, 1972's Camp by a Thrill and 1973's Countdown to Ecstasy. Both tracks were cut when the group was still a real band, and the first song, Do It Again, would be their second highest charting single, peaking at number six. We'll follow with Bodhisattva, an audience favorite when played live in the 70s that still appears in their set list today. Thank you. 
We're back with a special Steely Dan edition of the Multitrack Meltdown. Next up, we'll play the opening song from their third release, Pretzel Logic, the first to sideline a band member, drummer Jim Hodder, in favor of a session musician, drummer Jim Gordon. Ricky Don't Lose That Number would be Steely Dan's highest charting single, peaking at number four on the Billboard Hot 100 chart. The song was nominated for a Grammy Award in 1975, Steely Dan's first, but they lost to Paul McCartney and Wings, Band on the Run. When asked about their use of session musicians and their decision to stop touring in the early 70s in a 1995 Mojo magazine interview, Fagan quipped, The Beatles had long before set the example of concentrating on records and not touring, and we were arrogant enough to follow their example. We split up shortly after, too. We were following their example to the letter. And now we're back together just like they are. We never make a move without consulting the Beatle chronology.
Next up, another opening track, Black Friday from their fourth LP, Katie Lied. Along with drummer Jeff Picaro and keyboard player David Page of Toto fame, Michael Omartian, who produced Christopher Cross's multi-platinum eponymous debut after his work on Steely Dan's Katie Lied, contributes keyboards and Walter Becker, a smoking guitar solo. We'll follow with yet another opening track, Kid Charlene, from their fifth album, The Royal Scam. The funky groove features a number of musicians that played on Beatles solo albums, including Bernard Purdy on drums, Larry Carlton on guitar, and keyboard player Don Grolnick. Bassist Chuck Rainey and keyboard player Paul Griffin fill out the rhythm section on Kid Charlemagne, as well as on the next song, Green Earrings, which would eventually feature guitar solos by both Denny Dias and Elliot Randall. But tonight, we'll be focusing solely on the rhythm track. When Black Friday comes, I stand down by the door to catch the gray men when they die from the fourteenth floor. When Black Friday comes, I collect everything I own and before my Fly down to Muswell Brook Gonna strike all the big red words From my little black book
music played, you walked by candlelight. Those San Francisco nights, you were the best in town. Just by chance, you crossed the diamond with the pearl. You turned it on the world. That's when you turned the world around. Did you feel like Jesus? Did you realize that you were a champion in their eyes?
going to continue with a piano and vocal demo of Black Cow, the opening track of what many consider to be Steely Dan's masterpiece, Asia. The demo makes it apparent that Becker and Fagan would often have many elements of the song in place long before bringing it into the studio. We'll follow with another song to feature the drumming of Bernard Purdy, Babylon Sisters, the opening track of Gaucho. The horn section included saxophonist Tom Scott and trumpet player Randy Brecker, both of whom played with John Lennon. In the corner of my eye, I saw you in Rudis. You were very high. You were high. It was a crying disgrace. They saw your face on the counter by your keys. Was a book of numbers and your remedies? One. Surely we'll screen out the sorrow Where are you tomorrow? I can't cry anymore Why you run around? Watch you run around Break away Just when it seems so clear That it's over now Drink your big black cow and get out of here. Down to Green Street, there you go. Looking so outrageous, and they tell you so. You should know how all the pros play the game. You change your name like a gangster on the run. You will stagger home to your precious one. I'm the one who must make everything right. Talk it out till daylight. I don't care anymore why you Watch you run around Break away Just when it seems so clear That it's over now Drink your big black cow And get out of here
We're going to close the show tonight with Hey 19, which features Rick Morata, Hugh McCracken, and Steve Gadd, all of whom work with the Beatles on solo projects. The song reached number 10 on the charts, but when the Gaucho LP was nominated for Album of the Year in 1981, it lost to an ex-Beatle again. This time, John Lennon and Yoko Ono's Double Fantasy took the honor. Enjoy.
Well, that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed this special Steely Dan edition of the Multitrack Meltdown. You can not only pick up the Steely Dan FAQ, all that's left to know about this elusive band, on Amazon, you could also get my book on the Beatles. I want to tell you The Definitive Guide to the Music of the Beatles, Volume 1, 1962-1963. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter, at ShadyBearBKLYN, and like the Facebook page for I Want to Tell You. You can stream past shows on iTunes or SoundCloud, or look for the link on TheBeatlesIWantToTellYou.com. See you next week.